Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey everybody, welcome back to Don and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, where talk is fun. Thanks so much for hanging with us. Happy Friday, everybody. We Ooh. made it. It's February 18th. Uh, we're Wow. February's almost gone, guys. I know, and it's like zero degrees again. It's the, I mean, Yesterday anyway. felt very difficult for me to just function. It got like, really? We go again? What a weird thing. That's the voice of Elizabeth Reese. Uh, it felt weird. I was taking my daughter to theater practice, rehearsal, and we both said, it's kind of nice outside. Within an hour, I think that the, the temperature fell off really hard at one point yesterday afternoon. That's how it felt for me. It was, But it was annoying cold i went out in my sweatshirt a yellow sweatshirt that i'm wearing you wore it again wore it again two days i get into that too i like you know i pick one thing of clothing and then i'm like let's stick with this for a solid four days like that means when i get home that's what i'm putting on that's what i'm gonna wear yeah it feels so good on my body too when something (laughs) feels good on my body i just just want it on so many times i don't know why you say that do you hear yourself when you speak if you if you were my torso and this sweatshirt was on you, it's comfortable material on the inside. Costs fifteen dollars. I know, the way. but this is what you said. You said if that feels so good on my body, and when something yes. feels good on my body, I want it on so many times. Listen, I stand by that anyway. <laughs> you interpret it, okay? Oh gosh, I I am with you though on um in terms of anything scratchy. This happened to me. Two things happened to me after I had my first child seven years ago. I was done with any sort of scratchy clothing. I'm out. If it's even mildly uncomfortable, I do not want to have it on. And I was done with vodka. Vodka and I broke up. Like, oh gosh, I'll drink a very occasional dirty martini. Did you have a bad experience with vodka? I think, no, I think in life you are given, no, because I was pregnant. And so I just kind of, I obviously had been done drinking for a while. And I think in life you're given a finite number of vodka sodas that you can consume <laughs> as like a white girl in particular. And I used them up by 33. And then I was 33 and my body was like, you've had enough vodka sodas. You you're were now 33 done. 33 when you had Bernadette. Bernadette. Yeah. Unbelievable. I know. I know. I lived a whole lifetime of wow. fun. And No, no, no. I, I don't mean it like that. I don't mean like, oh, you had a baby later than I did. I mean like. Yeah, you were did, 33. Though. You were five years younger than I am right now yeah. when you had that baby. And I knew you when you had that baby. I you named that baby. Again, that baby's name is Bernie. We've known each wow. other for a long time. That's really wild. Mm-hmm. Can I ask a follow-up question about vodka? Sure, always. Because I, I, Is vodka something you drink because you don't necessarily like the taste yeah. of liquor, but yeah. you still want to yeah. get... Or you're trying to hide it from someone. Yes, yeah. 100%. It's like just... Because it, 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 it doesn't taste like anything. Flavor. And I don't know anybody... There's so many liquors that you're... Like tequila, for example. I'm really into tequila right now. So... I like to get a, I like a great tequila and I like to just sip the tequila and that's did, great. Did you drink oh, it neat? With it. Yeah, I've been drinking it neat. I found this really mm. fancy one in a blue and white bottle that I'm like obsessed with and I ration it. I've Since we got it, I've had like three little tiny glasses of it and then I won't let Jay drink it because I want just a little bit at a time. So good. 
It's it's like $150 a bottle, Steve. Like Ooh. you got it. This is I'm getting one bottle for the year. Oh my <laughs> and that's word. It, but it's beautiful. It's called like Casa Azul or something. Okay. It's amazing. Now what about my neighbor brought me back some mezcal? Yeah, mezcal me. is so yeah, good. Yeah. That's What's like a smoky. And do you, yeah. yeah, more peaty almost. I like think a- it's just because I think a lot of times it's made from the same thing that tequila is right but it's just like got a smoky deal like how it's aged yeah i know that they um that there's like a situation i saw it getting made i've i've a a friend yeah this there's like a donkey that is there's a hear me now there's a donkey that walks in a circle because it's connected to a little carousel situation and it is like stomping on agave oh yeah agave is probably what it comes what i'm saying comes from is true it always involves a donkey or only this particular <laughs> I think this mezcal. time because it was it was you know it's geared toward people like you who are like well tell me where you got this mezcal from <laughs> and then they're like well let me show you my ass they're donkey the donkey <laughs> and then they're like here's the donkey and here's what it does and there's a big fire and they're burning it and all this stuff uh, but yes i think it has a very very smoky taste uh it's funny because my uh my friend i'm forgetting the name my friend is like part owner of this mezcal brand oh cool and uh and he invited me to this virtual tasting, but I didn't RSVP in time to then order a bottle to yeah. have. So he's doing this, and everybody's tasting on Zoom. It's about a year ago. Everybody's tasting it and enjoying it. I didn't get that order in, so I just had Jim Beam. You don't deserve this friend. Like, I should be friends with this <laughs> you person. You would love this You don't guy. deserve this friend. But Super annoying with all of his health stuff. Back, You'd love him. Oh, great. Give me his cell phone number. Back to the vodka. Um... I don't think, I don't know of anyone, you can correct me if I'm wrong here. I don't know of anyone who just like sips vodka neat. Like, you're not just like, oh, this is so, or like tasting different vodkas. I don't even think, maybe they do, but I think they more slam it. Like, you know how you can go to, um, oh gosh, what's that bar in? Oh, uh, Moscow on the Hill. Moscow on the Hill in St. Paul. Boy, have I had some rough nights there, free kids. (laughs) But they, um, they have all those infused vodkas, so you can get like a flight of those. So that I can get behind. Like... The, the dill one, Rocco, okay. or like the horseradish one is really good. Are you but, a Bloody Mary person or were you? Um, I, the Bloody and the Dirty Martini are my only exceptions to my vodka rule. Since Go I click had on a the link that I just put in there, uh, okay. uh, right up there. It says official trailer and you'll see, um, oh, I wonder if they're going to show. Yeah, there's like a smoke situation. Is there a donkey in this? But it's it's like this is how these... Guys are making. Am I playing this? There, no, no, no. You oh. don't have to play it. Okay. Uh, but just for, I just want Elizabeth to see the smoke and ah, oh, gosh darn it, I really don't see a donkey. Oh yeah, I don't that's, think so. But it's he, the, here. It's my father has been making mezcal on this land for fifty years. I'm in. Yeah. Send me a case. It's esfuerzo. I'll buy it. Esfuerzo mezcal artesanal is what it's called. Oh boy, your friend is going to like you even more now that you just gave them a nice shout out. I mean, the favors that I've been doing. This oh my year gosh, for this, this man is. Cutting with the an plants axe. with an axe. He's to cutting harvest. agave. That's agave, I believe. Wow. Isn't that something? Again, it's called Esfuerzo. E S F U E R Z O. Um, I'll see if I can find a link to the to the site. I'll throw it up if you guys want to check it out. Now that I've told you falsely, I think that there was a donkey involved in making it. My bad. I didn't see a single donkey in that video. You know what? That's only a trailer, though. That we saw the full length video. There could be a whole donkey <laughs> chapter. I see a donkey in the video where I'm watching you two. This one. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> I see a jackass on my monitor right now. <laughs> Let's take a break. Um, hey, when we come back. <sighs> 
We know uh, I have been reading some stuff recently. I want to know what Elizabeth has been reading recently. And we also want to know if we might be able to teach Rocco how to read. (laughs) And so uh, we'll bust open the books when we come back on the Donna and Steve Experience featuring Elizabeth Reese right here on my talk. Oh, you know, I love being a dad, but between work, work and kid work, it can be a little difficult to get a workout in. Well, Steve, I've got great news for you and all the other parents out there. The Y offers free child care with a family or dual membership. What? Yeah, you work out while your kids do fun activities and make new friends. Join the Y by February 28th and get $10 enrollment with 25% off dues through April. Join at YMCANorth.org. You said it, Donna. I'm on it. Welcome back. It's Don and Steve on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. This is where talk is fun. Today, Donna Valentine is up north forcing her nephew, who flew in on his own dime, to do a bunch of household chores for her. <laughs> and they are, yes, taking a trip to the dump. All of what I just said is true. Elizabeth Reese is sitting in for Donna Valentine today. Hello, Libby. Hello, friends. It's so nice to be here with you. I'm having a great time. Thank you for asking me. Um, DJ Rock Lobster is here, too. Uh, The clomp and the clomp and the clomp and the clomp. Hey, Rocco. Hi. Rocco doesn't read. I kind of don't. That's okay. My husband doesn't read. Here's the deal. I read a lot of screens. Yeah, that's what Jay does. He (laughs) reads, like, articles. He reads things like that. I don't... I've known Jay to read, like... A couple books. He read a few Malcolm Gladwell books when we first started dating, and I think it was just to, to, to impress, impress me. Yeah, and that was pretty much it. Like, Who yeah, are I you just reading. Gladwell. I just read The Tipping Point. Let's yeah. discuss, and that'll be the only book I will reference in conversation for the next fifteen years of this relationship. <laughs> I feel like so much of my information intake is fragmented. It's one brief article at a time, or a synopsis of an article at a time. What I enjoy about books is, though I don't read them as often as I wish I did, it allows me to sink deeply into something. And yeah. it's more uninterrupted time. And so that's, I always feel good at the end of reading. For sure. Feel like, oh, I should do this more often. And it's great. To, like, my parents always had books. My dad always would say, my dad has a book with him all the time. His whole yeah. thing is, he's like, I hope there's a library in heaven because I'm never going to get to all the books I want to read to while I'm, read while I'm alive. That's yeah. how he looks at life. Yeah, I like that. Anytime you go into a bookstore, do you remember oh, those? My dad used to take us to bookstores and he'd go, we're not buying anything. And then he would go, this is the only store he would do this in. We're not buying anything. And then we'd go in and he'd go, okay, you can each pick out one. Yeah. And then I'd be like, I'm really into this series. And he'd be like, okay, you can get two. That's it. I mean, it was really delightful. See, I told my kids this. I said, if I will, let's go. We took a trip. We went and got a book. Uh, everybody got a book at, I think it was, I think there's a, a Barnes and Noble at Eden Prairie Center. I think it's still there, still alive. Oh, good. And I said, let's go there. And I just love that. Lou and I, some of my favorite dates with Lou involved dinner and then going to a Borders or a uh, um, Bed Bath & Beyond could be worked in too, but (laughs) a Borders or a Barnes & Noble. Mm -hmm. And then we would just go our own separate way and then we would bump into each other a couple aisles later. Have you found anything interesting? No, no, no. Okay. And then you'd go just meander about. You got some coffee. Oh gosh, I loved it. So I took the kids and said, get a book. Yeah. If you finish the book, I will always buy you another book. And then Lou... Always a bit more the sensible one than I said. She introduced me to this concept. Have you heard of libraries? <laughs> so they're free, those ones. And she now does, you know, I think it's almost like once every week or two weeks that she'll find some time, go down, get new books to read to Dev. Yeah. Uh, when we're putting him down and then the kids get new books. It's just, 
lovely. It's great. It's lovely. It really um, is. So what are you reading? What's What's been uh, at the top of your list recently? Right now I'm reading a book called Prairie Fires. It's taking me a while to get through it. Um, and it's by uh, Caroline Frazier. And it's called Prairie Fire- Fires, The American Dreams of Laura Ingalls Wilder. So it's really oh. been fun because my very first chapter book that I ever read as a kid, I was in first grade, was Little House in the Big Woods. Mm -hmm. And I came home from school one day and I was so proud. I loved this book so much. And I was so proud that I was reading chapter books. And I came home one day from school and my little sister Bitsy was ripping the pages out of the book in my bedroom. Oh my gosh. It's a trauma I've carried with me for the past 35 years. And and it was then, the first time you hit her with a closed fist. And then um, when, when I got married, she found me a vintage copy of Little House in the Big Woods. That's and at so her sweet. maid of honor speech, she gave it to me. And wow, I have great. it in my kitchen. So it means a lot to me. So, you know, I didn't like Little House on the Prairie, the show. I, I just didn't. Everyone was so sweaty all the time, and I like wasn't into it. Um, but I loved Laura Ingalls Wilder books, and I do understand that there are many things about Laura Ingalls Wilder that are problematic. You don't have to email me about that. I am aware of that. I'm just saying oh, I'm when I was a kid, I liked it. Okay. Um, but this book is so interesting because it's really about her life, and it's more of an unbiased look at her life. And it's like, you know, she's so romanticized as like this amazing person, and she actually had quite a few flaws. And had so many problems. And so I'm reading this book. It's a little bit like a textbook. It's not as much um, story time. But if you like her and you're interested in her and you have an attachment to her writing, I think you will really like it. And plus, like, there's just so much that's recognizable because so much of it is Minnesota and Wisconsin. And here's what you'll feel. You'll feel like no matter how sucky everything in the world looks, it was once way worse. It was even so much worse mm-hmm. it's like i yep. can't even believe it i'm think sometimes i like wallow in my oh gosh i'm working and i got all these kids and i got so much to do and i have no time and i have no this and i don't have time for self-care and then i'm thinking like wow things are better now yeah. even though we have facebook it's better now uh-huh yeah, I recently read The Tattooist of Auschwitz, okay. which of course sat right in the throes of the Holocaust. I would and, imagine. I mean, golly, uh, that was, that is a, I, I recommended that book on the air after it was recommended to me by so many people online when I said, anybody have a good book recommendation? So many people said that. And when I said, hey, I'm Did thinking they? about this, people just, oh, oh, you have to read it. You have to read it. It's so good. It's so good. It is, it's a, obviously a difficult read and it's a story of. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Of love being discovered and somehow surviving in the greatest of horrors. I mean, the, the the backdrop of what happens there, you want to talk about perspective For sure. of human suffering is just unbelievable. So I finished that. Before that book, I had read Going There by Katie Couric, which I thought was a very fun read. I like... I love books about the industry, broadcasting industry, I film, television. Yeah, I'm gonna listen to, to that. I'll try to bring it to you today. Oh, that'd be great. If I can remember, I'll set a, try to set a reminder. Okay. Um, it's a quick, easy read. 
What's great about that book is she does not belabor her childhood and God love her upbringing, right? Whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But you want to get to the cooking. You want to like tell me what's happening here. I want to. I know you from TV. Let's talk about you on TV. That's so how it I felt about her. Michelle Obama's book. Too much of like the back stuff before we got to the stuff that I was really interested in. And I'm sure it says more about us than it says about the it author. It does. Yep. It right. Does. Mm-hmm. We have short attention spans. We want to get to the stuff that we easily relate with. Mm-hmm. But she does a really nice job of bouncing back and forth in the excerpts from it from Going There by Katie Kirk, made it sound like when she was doing press that it was much more of a trivial, gossipy book. It is not. That was such a misnomer. I, th- I thought it was really an enjoyable read. Um, right now I'm listening or, or uh, reading You Can't Make This Up by famed sports broadcaster who just called the Super Bowl, Al Michaels, who of course was the guy who said, do you believe in miracles? Yes, during the 1980 Olympics mm-hmm. uh, with Herb Brooks, gold, winning, uh, gold medal winning Olympics hockey team. Oh, that's interesting. So it's cool. It's just the, you know, all of his, his career journey and how he got to where he is. And he'll go down as you know one of the most beloved sports broadcasters of all time, still doing Sunday night football to this day. I'm also listening to a couple of books. Well, actually, I downloaded seven because I had nine Audible credits that I hadn't used. It feels good. I just, li- I, I um, love I got to get Audible. out of that. I got to get out of I don't Audible. know, but it I feels... I need to download a few more and get yeah. out. I'm not going to ever get through these 10 books anyway. By the time I download the three more. I did a pause and then now I'm backed up again. Uh, there is a, a book that I'm listening to called The Mail Room. And The Mail Room is all about these agents, Hollywood agents, who started in the mailroom at various agencies, CAA, William Morris, ICM, all these big agencies that run Hollywood. And it starts way back in the golden age of Hollywood. So you're there in the 40s and the 50s, and guys who were, you know, started in the mailroom, had to make deliveries to Marilyn Monroe. They have all of these anecdotal stories that if you don't listen to it, if you don't read this book, you would never hear them. And so it is an oral history. That's the style of it. So that's a little bit clunky when you when you listen because it's like you know uh jane michaels and then it says here's her little quote and then you know pete jimmy <laughs> that's not a real name yeah and then it says his thing but still it reads just like old time hollywood if you're a big fan of the golden age of hollywood the book is called the mail room uh in rocco is coloring yes He's doing coloring books right now. adult coloring books oh hey hey uh, 651-641-1071 is the number to call. Let's play a game. 651-641-1071. It's the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Bet on me. Bet on Liz. If you bet right, you win a prize. Game time is next. What's up? Welcome back. It's Don and Steve on My Talk 1071. Elizabeth Reese is filling in for Donna Valentine today. Hello, Libby. Hello. Uh, DJ Rock Lobster is here. Uh, Rocco, might I ask before we hit the thing? Yes. Did we get... An eager caller. Oh, we did. Uh, her name's Alexis. We'll, we'll get to her in a Wonderful. second. Kick it. Okay. Time, time to go to college. College, college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. I want to see how smart you are. See how smart you are. I also want to uh, celebrate National Drink Wine Day. Why not, right? Sure. That sounds great. Let's play a Oh, you be 40. There we go. Why not? Early 90s. 93, this had to be. 95? Uh, 
I remember this in high school, so I'm going to say late 80s, 87-ish. It's a good oh, tune. No way, really? I think you're right. I think it was older than that. Did it come out again in the 90s? I feel like it did. I feel like this is a song Didn't that... Did a second release? And I even want to say that when it came out in the late 80s, it was like the second time it was popular. I don't know. I'm going to look this up. Hmm. Um, it was written by Neil Diamond, though. Is that right? Yeah, so they recorded a cover version in 83. 83, And then yeah. came back in 88 and went to number one in America. Yeah, written and performed by Neil Diamond in 1968. What about the 90s? Did it have a thing in the 90s? Well, I'm sure it just was in some movie or something. Uh, no, I felt like it like hit, like I was listening to it on B94. B94, <laughs> hit music, Pittsburgh. Oh, great. Now everybody just turned their dial over to B94 <laughs> in Pittsburgh. <laughs> Don't worry, that, that station is dead. Okay. So, uh, anyways, it is National Drink Wine Day today, and I've got Alexis on the phone. I'm not sure if she's celebrating it yet or not. <laughs> Hi, Alexis. How are you? Good morning. 1030 in the morning. Good morning. Nice, oh. nice to be with you all. Boy, you sound like you've been shot out of a cannon this morning. Um, what's next for you? After you play this game, we'd like to know what's happening next in your day. Uh, well, I'm working from home today. I did just order the mail room because, like you, oh. Steve, I love all things um, about Hollywood. And this is great. TV, so. I think you're going to like it. It's a nice thing, you know, just while you're kind of spacing out. It's nice to have on in the background as you just hear different little asides of things that were happening as people made their ascent up from the mail room to the top of many of these people end up running major agency so i think that you'll dig that um with that elizabeth reese is in for donna valentine today the topic is wine uh, yeah in to be more culture, specific i'm gonna give you some uh the op- um it's not the opening lyrics actually it's a lyric that has to do with wine from classic songs oh so that's the topic uh that's elizabeth's guttural response <laughs> who would you like to team up with elizabeth or steve Oh, gosh. I always like to help the person that needs more help, but TV is really my strong suit, not mm-hmm. songs. Um, Steve, why don't I help you out today? Oh, okay. So, Elizabeth, we'll have you take your headphones off. Gotta Stay go. there where right. we can see you, and then we'll wave you back whenever it's time. Um, right. Okay, we can't even hear anymore. This is great. I we got her all locked down, away. Great. I'm pot down Alexis. And just, uh, I'm going to leave the timer off because uh, I feel like sometimes these lyric ones you need to yeah, be not I think distracted. You're right. I think you're right. I'll go in chronological order. I've got a song from the 60s, 70s, and 90s. Ooh. Uh, and Celebration of National Drink Wine Day. We'll start with this one from 1967. Uh, what song had this lyric? When I get older, losing my hair many years from now, will you still be sending me a Valentine, birthday greetings, bottle of wine? Hmm. Let's pass for now. Okay, 76. Mirrors on the ceiling, the pink champagne on ice, and she said we are all just prisoners here of our own device. I would like to double down on my pass. Okay. 1996. This is the opening lyric to this song. How many special people change? How many lives are living strange? Where were you while we were getting high? Wonderwall. Okay. What if you... Let's bring Alexis in, and I have an idea, because I know how this is going to go for Elizabeth, dreadfully. She'll get one out of three as well. What if you sang those lyrics to us, Rocco, and sort of give us a little hint of the melody? Oh, Oh, Alexis, wait, do you know? Yeah. Oh, okay, what's what's the first one? Do you want me to sing it, or do you Uh, want me to sing it? Of course I would like you to sing it, yeah. 
Will you still need me? Will you still feed me when I'm 64? Boom. Is that right, Rocco? I'm not allowed to what, say. What's the name of that song? Oh, I thought it's when I'm 64 when I'm by the Beatles, but maybe that's not the name of it. We'll go with that. Um, and then what's the uh, what's the next one? I don't know, Alexis. Do you remember? Okay, this one I could definitely sing it, but I'm struggling. I'm wondering if it's. Um, well, why don't you sing it? And maybe I can get it. Do you remember it, Alexis? You need me to sing. Can it? you can you say the okay. lyrics again, and I'll start singing it. Okay, mirrors on the ceiling, the pink champagne on ice. And she said, we are all just prisoners here of, of our, our own, own device. device. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, is it? No, it's not Pina Coladas. No. That does similar. No. If you like Pina Colada. No, it's Led Zeppelin. Um, like the Led Zeppelin song. I'm sorry, I can't help you with this one. Okay. Trust me, we are we are just fine. I guarantee you, Elizabeth. Can we say this... Stairway to Heaven? Sure. We'll say Stairway to Heaven. And then um, how do you feel about Wonderwall for number three? Oh, I don't know, 90 songs, yeah. That's Wonderwall. Come on, that's Wonderwall. All right, let's yeah. bring Elizabeth right, let's back in. Elizabeth. All right, she's making her way back in. She'll get her headphones back on, and we'll get her all Hi. turned Hi. up. Hello, Elizabeth. I so, had to turn up my headphones because I was really good about yeah, not listening. Okay, I turned good. them all the way down. Now, here's where... We're, this so is tough. What's going this on with tough. you, Stevie Boy? It's you got very drugs? difficult. Okay. If you get more than one for three, I'll buy you lunch. You're going to buy me lunch anyway. Okay, um, So, uh, I'm just going to read these lyrics, and then uh, Steve asked for a, uh, for me to sing them later. We'll see if you need that. What? I, I, uh, I think you should sing them right out of the gates, I like Rocco. That. I think she's going to need them And you have the voice of an angel. Oh, this honest is wonderful. To God. Don't hide your light under a bushel. No. Um, well, let, let's just try it the first way. <laughs> okay. I'll say if needed. All right, fine. All right. So I got three songs here that mention wine, or actually one, yeah, these three songs have something to do with wine. Okay. And I go in chronological order. I got one from the 60s, 70s, and 90s. I didn't know the title. Yeah, we're going with the title. Nineteen. This one's this one's from '67, and it goes: When I get older, losing my hair, many years from now, will you still be sending me a Valentine, birthday greetings, bottle of wine? You know that one, right? Yeah, I don't know. No, I don't. Okay. Move on. This 1976. Mirrors on the ceiling, the pink mm. champagne on ice, and she said, "We are all just prisoners here of our own device." Boy, that sounds dark. <laughs> the mirrors on the ceiling thing really creeps me out. Okay, I don't know. Okay, this one you'll get because you partied in the 90s. Yeah. How many special people change? How many lives are living strange? Where were you while we were getting high? Oh, yeah, that's somebody whiny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah that's that's Oasis or something, Ooh, right? Perhaps. Yeah, that's... um. Oh, dang it. Can you sing? Sure. So all of them? Yeah. Okay. Number one. <sighs> when I get older, losing my hair, many years from now, will you still be sending me a valentine? Birthday greetings, bottle of wine. How about that? I don't know, but that okay. sounds catchy. How about this one? <laughs> Mirrors on the ceiling, pink champagne on ice. She said... We oh. are all just prisoners here. Yeah. 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 Man. 
That's a great song, but I can't remember the name of it. Okay. <laughs> well, let's see if you can get this one. How many special people change? Yeah. How many lives are living strange? Yeah. Where, Where were you when we, we were getting high? Yeah. That's Oasis or somebody, and I don't know that. Come on, name after of it. all. Oh. You're my Wonderwall. Come on, Libby. Yeah, well, I am spoon feeding this girl Gerber. Okay, but hold on. You're right. you're kind of wrong, but we'll see. I think oh. I think Alexis is going to win because let's bring Alexis back. Hey, she Alexis. was able to get when I'm 64. I got number two. I got number two. Cool it, Alexis. <laughs> I've got I number two. And I got to Hotel California. Yes. <laughs> Well, you don't. You didn't even need it, uh, Alexis, because it was one to zero, you in your favor. When I'm 64 was correct. Uh, Hotel California was correct. Yep. You tell me, Wonderwall wasn't correct. What's it, the real name of this stupid song? Remember, it was about wine, perhaps even sparkling wine from a certain region in France. Champagne. Champagne Supernova. Oh, Champagne oh, Supernova. Champagne Supernova in the so sky. So it's getting high and Champagne Supernova. That's well, what was going on with that song and just whining about it. Yeah. yeah. Boy, what 90s alt rock, all wine, all the time. <laughs> like W-H-I-N-E, peeps. Now people are turning their dials to W-H-I-N-E. Yeah. <laughs> London. Um, okay, so it was 1-0. Alexis wins a My Talk t-shirt. Yahoo! I've told way to go, Alexis. Um, congratulations. Thank you for playing. We appreciate that. Thank you. Could I could I ask a question before I go? We yeah. hope you would. Yeah. Could you tell me? I've I've always I listen to you guys all the time. I'm always dying to know. How do you know when it's time to go to commercial? Oh. Is there a countdown clock? You know there. It- what are you looking at to let you know, oh, we're out of time? This is great. This is a great question. Uh, first of all, and our boss is happy that you're asking this, because usually two to four times a year, we'll get an email, and uh, I'm trying to think of the right tone, scathing. And it's from our boss, Amy Daniels, saying, hey, you idiots, I've told you this a thousand times. Here's when we go to commercial. We're supposed to go to commercial at very specific times. Like right now, I have a digital clock on my uh, screen that I'm looking at that says 1041. Technically, before this turns to 1042, we should be at a commercial. And then you here at different points at 926 and at 956, you'll hear music that starts. And we know that that is 30-second long music, and it's a wrap-up bed. And when that 30 seconds is done, whether we have said the right thing or not, it's going to commercial. It is a hard break. And so right now we have flexibility. I could go to break right now or in 30 seconds. Uh, And then at the uh, bottom and top of the hour, it is hard at Wow, we just told you everything. You know, now you know. Yeah, you should tell her how much you get paid and what your 401k match looks like. <laughs> yeah, too. you're going to love this. Are you sitting down, Alexis? <laughs> Where do you get a look at this benefits package? So with that, Alexis, it's 1041 and 58. And frankly, I need to get to a break right about now. So thank you so much for listening. Uh, when we come back, let's see what we can get to. I do want to tell you three. We'll get tipsy after the break. Uh, three ways, easy ways. To be more liked by people. Oh, this sounds superficial. And I think you're going to like it. That when we come back, Donna and Steve on my top. Welcome back. It's the Donna and Steve experience on my talk 1071, everything entertainment where talk is fun. Thanks for listening wherever you happen to be listening. A lot of you uh, listen in the car, many stream online, sitting at work. Other folks just have us on in their uh, their little AirPods, listening live through the app. You can also download our podcast. All sorts of ways to enjoy my talk, however you happen to be doing it. Thank you. Donna Valentine's out today. 
Elizabeth Reese, my ex-wife from television, <laughs> uh, joins us now. Divorce still pending. Anybody, uh, have we got an update in the last hour and 47 minutes? Have you guys, mm. at Twin Cities Live, uh, decided yet on a co-host? Oh, let me check my email. Does anyone ever Somewhere. ask you that, by the way? <laughs> yeah, no one asks me that. Let me look. Let me check my email. Yeah, are you checking the email? Is that how it'll come through to you? It'll just say, Elizabeth, we've selected a co-host? I was thinking, and um, no, actually, no, not yet. We're getting there, though. Are you looking forward to that not being a topic of online conversation as Um, as people reach out? (laughs) No, I mean, I think people are now, like, for a while, it was like, what what is happening? Now I think people are kind of settling in. They settled down, and they understand. a few, like, you know, crabby carols who are just going to be mad about everything. Oh, sure. And, um... But it's, you know, I will tell you, Steve, the one bonus of this is that I, there are lots of people that I would love to go to happy hour with and happy hours just don't happen in my life for many reasons lately. Not yeah. that many of them. And so now I just, I'm like, Hey, you know who I wanted to have happy hour with? Let's invite him into co-host. Cool. And then <laughs> it's pretty great. much like a happy hour. And then there's no bill at the end. And they, and they usually bring us a cocktail or two during the show. And it's um, and it's working out great. So and it's, it's recorded, really so you can go back and watch it if you want to relive the moments again. that you had with yeah, them. Which I do with every episode. Every episode of Twin Cities Live, I rewatch at least six to eight times, <laughs> just to make sure I analyze that. that yeah, I the proper okay. critique of your performance. <laughs> uh, don't forget to watch Elizabeth. Who's who's co-hosting today? Des from uh, our sister station KS ninety five, also known as the Voice of Twin Cities Live. Yes, and we're pumping up for a big week. You know, we do this um, thing called TCL in your town, which we did it in the in the before every month. We'd go to right. a different community, a different city, and we would you know just celebrate all the great businesses and people and kind of things that set that community apart. And then we would do a big um, live broadcast at the end of the week as the culmination of the TCL in your town week. And then yes. we had to, you know, we couldn't do it for a long time. And now we're kind of easing back into it. So we did Mendota Heights last month. And then this month it's River Falls, which is where Des lives. So she's Whoa. super pumped. So, it's so gonna you're be both going to be out there? Um, she's yes, but that's next Friday. Oh, so next today Friday. Okay, she's I'm co-hosting sorry. in the studio and then we'll, we're, um, we're going to gear up for a big river falls week. Oh, next that's week. really fun. Yeah. So speaking to people, you just want to have happy hour with and ever, I mean, to know Des is to love Des. She's yeah. a dream. She's just so lovely. So that's coming up today at three o'clock. Don't miss that. And how about Des's on air partner, Crisco? And I just keep talking about this guy, what he has accomplished. I know. Um, as he is just hitting the gym. And I got to like, send him a note. I sent him a note. I, in fact, I sent him a note, uh, I think it was yesterday or two days ago, from the gym. I was working out, and I was yeah. like, dude, I just was thinking about what you're doing again, and it's so inspirational. And I saw a video update that he posted. Go follow him uh, on, on social. That was where I first saw the update of him, and he's lost some 75-plus pounds at that point. And uh, it motivated me when I saw that on a Saturday. I was like... I want to go. Yeah. I want to go get stronger, stay committed to this. And, and it's feel very good impressive. mentally. I mean, that was yes. like the biggest thing that he was, I think, just so vulnerable in sharing in talking about, you know, experiencing a loss that was very difficult for him. And then the grief and the depression that led um, that led out of that and how he was managing it. And I think it's just that is a story that is so relatable. And so to share, you know, the progress and him prioritizing his health as a whole is just incredible. Well, and what's so cool about it is the picture that he posted yesterday, there was a video. He was doing squats. His trainer's barking at him. You know, hey, we love leg day, all that kind of stuff. Oh, you love that because you're obsessed with your squat form. Oh, I I tell you what, I've been doing squats recently. I I can say categorically (laughs) 
I am growing a butt, and it is. I'm so overjoyed as a guy who was born with a flat butt. I mean, just straight down. It might have uh, even been concave. Yeah, you got to get that hockey player butt. Listen, the ladies love I know, it. I know. I'm so married to one. It's great. I know. Well, listen, I had little stick legs and played basketball at a private school, and so I need to do my work. But he was uh, in this video. He was saying this shirt that he was wearing. He said used to be way too small on me, and now you were watching it just like being baggy on him. And to your point. That's not just, hey, my body feels better in this shirt. That is representative of all of this change and the commitment that you've made. And then the positive vibes that come from that and how you start to feel really empowered on the topic of your own health again. And it's just so amazing. So anyway, follow him. I'm just really, really proud of him. I think it's awesome what he's doing and it's motivating me. Way to go, Um, Crisco. Way to go, Crisco. Now, let's get tipsy, shan't we? Mm -hmm. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. 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 All right, on the count of three, say the name of who you think is the least likable person in the Twin Cities. Here we go. One. Oh, we're not going to do that. This is a good... <laughs> Rocco was primed and ready. I, I was like, Mike Zimmer. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, that might be. And that he's out now, now. Huh? right? Um, this is good for all of us to hear. Three easy tips for making yourself more likable mm. people like you more and it feels very superficial at the beginning but i think there there is the one slash two good ones in here i'll start with the one that maybe isn't the greatest but they say be seen often this is called the mere exposure effect so basically just being seen by people more often makes them more likely to enjoy being around you and even if you're working from home right now something as simple as turning on your camera during Zoom meetings uh, can help with the mere exposure effect, which increases people's positive vibes toward you. Elizabeth, you're seen every day for an hour and a half I, on I television. Do you working. find that this is working? I don't think this works. I think for some people. I think other people, every time they turn on the TV and I'm on, it makes them more and more angry. <laughs> it's so which true. I say, I don't know. Do One time I do? got this email from viewers that were, what was it? I think I saved it and it was probably from like 10 years ago. And it was like, you're like that annoying cousin that no one wants to be around, but you always show up to the family gatherings and like think you know what you're talking about and no one wants to listen to you or look at you. I mean, the the picture that was uh, painted, painted of me was gra- graphic to say the least. And think of that poor person's cousin because they had someone in mind specifically, right? They were like, For that's sure. Corinne. That is Corinne to a T. Oh, I like that name. I think that's a nice name. Thanks. This is the most important tip of the day that everyone can grow from. To be more likable, ask questions. Yeah. Research has found that people who ask questions during conversations are liked more by people that they are talking to because it lets them know that you value their opinions, you value their experiences, and that makes them more likely to want to hang out with you. And I would go one step further. Go, please go, and I think you're going to go where I'm going to go. When you um, ask the question, um, don't just go in the direction of, now I'm going to tell you a story that automatically relates to whatever it is you just said, and I'm going to do my own story. But asking follow-up questions is a way that you can continue to just dig deeper. What was your thought? Well, I was going to go darker than that. The reason people like people who ask them questions Mm -hmm. is because people are inherently self-centered and self-involved. And so they're automatically going to like someone who asks questions about them because people at their core 
all want to be seen, heard, and valued. And so if they feel like they're getting that from someone, regardless mm-hmm. of who that someone is, you could be an axe murderer, but you're going to be more well-liked if you're asking someone else questions about themselves. This is the truth of the matter. Because people are self-involved. It's just, it's just the bottom line. If you've got a you know a PR problem as an axe murderer, take that advice. Ask, Ask more, more questions. questions before I kill you. A couple <laughs> questions. What what interests you? What are you binge watching? The third tip was smile. Yeah, that feels like it falls a little flat now, but a smile goes a long way. Crabby pants. <laughs> when we return, hey Olivia Rodrigo is getting a new show on Disney Plus, and great news for Star Wars fans. We'll tell you when we return on my talk.